Hey guys, and welcome to the Four Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Ivy Lassiter, and I'm so glad you're here. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about all the parenting stuff, lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who've been there. Let's get started. On today's episode, I'm talking with Michelle and Randy's sons, Jet and Connor. They're adults living on their own in the real world, and you will love their honest, well-spoken perspective of growing up and the choices their parents made. If you listen to the last episode, you will notice some common threads, which is awesome. I promise they weren't listening to each other's interviews, and they definitely didn't talk about it before. Enjoy. Okay, so what do you most respect about your parents? Do you want to take it first? Or do you want um, to? Yeah, I can. I just think their work ethic is something that I've always looked up to. I mean, they just, they both work very hard, always have worked long hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like even on like vacations, mom always works. Um, so like just like working around the clock, but also like making time for family. Yeah. I think is one thing that they've both been good at. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I respect a lot that they have always had very clear priorities. Um, and I think it was always, and we we knew this um, from a very young age, that family was always like the first priority. Yeah. And it was very clear um, and, and really clearly just articulated to us just based on the way we spent time um, as, a, as a family. Um, just very focused, I think. On so, that. so they since they both, I mean, you're like, okay, they worked a lot, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But family was a priority, right? Yeah, I think I think the quality time was intentional. Uh huh. So when it was family time, it was family time. Like phones were up, like TV was off, like dinner was had together as yeah. a family. Like it was that very so good. intentional. Yeah. So you knew, like, our family matters because. We have when we have family time, we are focused on, and it's not like no distractions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think alongside that, they are two of the most sacrificial people w- with their time, especially. Uh-huh. Um, but also very generous, and I think that's that that was an example that was set from us for a very early age. Yeah. Um, and I see them even with both of us out of the house, giving so much time not only to the church but to to friends, to ministries, to whatever. Yes, yes. Um, I think that's something that if you if you had to power rank, you know, the selfishness or lack thereof in our family, I definitely think you put Connor and I in the bottom tier just because <laughs> they're they're both so they've always been so giving of their time, yeah. which I think has to do with work and has to do with 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 how they set the example from that perspective, but yeah. also with our family too and with Connor and I um, and now pushing that um, toward other people and giving that time elsewhere. Y'all remember, like it, it's really interesting is we just, like we talked about the ways that they showed up, like it was important for them to show up for you guys. Yeah. Show up to soccer games, show up to things. Mm -hmm. Like you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we were, I don't know if I remember like really a time that certainly that there wasn't, both of them. Yeah. Uh, or certainly that there wasn't one of them, but really, I mean, they both, that was always a priority. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I think like in hindsight, you realize how much of a sacrifice that is. For sure. 
Um, y'all, because, did y'all talk to them about this beforehand? No. no. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, I think I think in hindsight you realize how much of a sacrifice it is because I mean, at least for me, when I get home from work, I don't even want to like cook my own meals, much less I go know. to a kid's soccer game. I know. And I mean, they were about probably. I mean, not my age, but they were around Jet's age when they started having us. So, like, yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine being like that selfless and be putting myself out there like that much, right? At, at my current age, yeah. Do you recall like them supporting each other in their work? Very much so. I don't think. No. I don't think my dad could have lasted as long as he did in. Coaching and public yeah. education without yeah, the one hundred percent support of her. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a beatdown. Yeah, you know, because I mean, um, you hear you hear like horror stories of like coaches and coaches' wives and yes. like their relationships and like I mean, so many end up getting divorced yeah. because the wives can't handle it or the husbands just aren't home enough. And yeah, yeah I mean, it's tough. I think you have to have complete buy, and I think that's you know we we see it from the perspective of a, a pretty unique combination of what they do vocationally. Mm -hmm. But I think, I think it's important. So I, I would caveat that I think it's important in any, you know, for support both ways and any professions, but I think it was increasingly important for both, for each of them to have each other's support yeah. with my dad coaching, with my mom running a business. Yes. Right. I think, yeah. I think you need full buy-in all the way around. Um, so, so I think, I think they modeled that yeah. fantastically and still do. Yeah. And that's what I definitely see in your parents. And I wonder how that translated to you guys as brothers and the support that y'all have in your, like to me, from my, you know, outsider perspective, mm -hmm. your family, you're like, no, we support each other. Yeah. We show mm -hmm. up for each other. We encourage each other. And seeing that in your parents, how that trickled down to you guys, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I think also for uh, – I mean, our parents didn't miss anything, but we also didn't miss anything for each other, like, sibling-wise. Like, I was always right. at Jets games, concerts, musicals, whatever. And then also he was there for me. Like, even when he was in college, like, he would come back for my stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I think, yeah. like, that was, like, definitely instilled in an important aspect yeah. of our growing up. I love that. How do you feel like both of your parents working outside of the home – impacted your upbringing it's a yeah i think that's a that's a good question i guess growing up i didn't give it a ton of thought it was just normal to us right. um i think what was cool about what they both did was that i felt like connor and i like it wasn't just like this nebulous idea of they get to they go to work and we just have no idea what they do like i <laughs> yes. think that we just saw yeah. it and we're yeah. involved and, and i think from an early age like connor and i going up to the school with my dad on a Saturday or Sunday and just hanging out for, you know, uh -huh. running around the gym or the field or whatever. Um, and getting to interact with the people that he coached with and his players and stuff like that. So I think I, I just always knew what his day to day looked like, which I thought was really cool. Yes. Yeah. And then with our mom, we were all, we were always just really interested in, Oh, what's going on at work? What's, you know, so we were pretty engaged. Yeah. I think we always like sought. I think, I think a lot of kids don't like seek to understand what their parents do mm -hmm. day to day for uh -huh. their work. And I think because we did that, it also shaped like what we wanted to do mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Long-term like yeah. career wise. Yeah. Um, and because we had like conversations with our mom about running a business, 
what her day to day was and like also like understanding like starting to understand like what commission was at like a young age and like yes. that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were also more prepared, I think maybe to like go into business in college because we mm-hmm. maybe understood. Right. And always offering that. unsolicited advice. Yeah. Always like yeah. as a, as a 16 year old, I'm right. I think this is what you should do with your business. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I guess, yeah, I guess I never you thought. You probably had great ideas actually. Probably, yeah. <laughs> you probably really. Yeah. I guess I, I didn't think really anything of the fact that they, both worked as opposed to only one of them working um it was was just kind of yeah it was just yeah Yeah. it was what what it was but it it sounds like it added dimension to your world like it it yeah i think it definitely made us work a lot harder because we saw our parents both really like grinding at work Mm -hmm. yeah Um, Yeah, i think we appreciate mm -hmm. work so i i think uh, like a thread that i see here is your dad said one of the ways he supported your mom was by like listening and asking her mm-hmm. questions about her work. And then you're talking, no, we had family time was really intentional mm-hmm. that at dinner we had dinner and we weren't distracted. So yeah. then conversation happened. So then you guys got to hear about what your mom did. And I might be wrong, but I wonder how many homes the kids have no clue as to what their parents do. And some it's easy. I mean, it's right. easy. You know, your dad was a coach and right. you had the luxury of going. Right. I think. And seeing that. But. Seeing it. I think certain jobs, it's harder to see it because right. you can't take your kids to. Right. Typically, you can't take them to the office right. or whatever. I think for me, it's like, okay, we need to be, I need at, you know, the dinner, the Lassiter dinner table. I need to be asking Drew about his bucket sales so right. that my boys can right. get it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That's so – it's just so good. It's like yeah. a, a extra, what you know, element to your personalities growing up. And right. That. It's good. So your dad was a coach and y'all were on his team. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, want, you want to take it first or do you want me to take it? I mean, neither of us are the most sporty individuals. <laughs> or I guess – I mean, I, I won't speak for Jet. I'll speak for myself. <laughs> I'm not the most athletic individual on the planet on planet Earth. Yes. So, um, being a coach's son with with my talent level a- athletically, um, I think I I don't know. It, it, I mean, it was definitely hard at times. Did you feel this pressure? Like, I wish I was athletic, or did it matter? Like, not- I I mean, initially, and, I think and I, brief aside to like he he actually is athletic. He's being a bit. I, I'm not built like a football player and our dad coached football. So, um, you know, I think that it ebbs and flows of being, of being like the best thing ever and also being like a tough, right? Yeah. Cause you do feel pressure, but it's not, it, it was really never pressure from him yeah. or from up top. It was always, I, at least for me. And I think for you too, it was more of an internal pressure. Yeah. I think of, of wanting to be not have an asterisk next to your name because you're the coach's kid, right? But but be your own individual, but also understand that it's a privilege to be a coach's kid and to yeah. have and to be on your father's team. Like that was really great. There were so I I loved a lot of aspects of it. Um, I think it definitely gave me more of an internal drive to be better than than probably I would have been probably more lax at day school. Um, right. without his influence, like, on the field. Um, 
but as far as being, I, I had a lot of, I had a lot of pride associated with being a coach's son and then also being a player on my dad's team. So mm-hmm. at, in separate seasons, I think I carried a lot of pride with that yeah. and loved it. I also think like it kept me, it kept probably kept Connor, you know, out of a lot of trouble and kept us, um, more straight and narrow than maybe we would have been otherwise. Hmm. Um, yeah, because, yeah, so I think, so in a lot of situations, sometimes coaches don't care what their players are doing outside of school and not on the field. I mean, I know that our dad was very much so trying to character build mm-hmm. yeah, players. Yeah, priority. Right. Yeah. Um, alongside with creating good, like, athletes. Because we were our dad's sons, it didn't always get us invited to stuff mm-hmm. on on like weekends. Yes. It didn't always because there were some people that weren't making probably the same decisions that we, we were choosing to make in high school. And so I, I'm not going to speak for Jeff, but for me, like some of some of the people that I was friends with in school, I wasn't friends with on the weekend because I wasn't invited because yeah. of because I was my dad's son and because of. Yeah. And as a 16 year old, that's. Terrible. It's a lot. It's a lot to process. Yeah, it's hard. But maybe as a now, kid. as a you know right. adult, you're like, that may have actually been good. No, yeah, and but, yeah, yeah, and I think I think part of the crux of it is that we care a ton about our dad, and we want our dad to be well respected. Yeah, and, and we want to be and, good and reflections, we, right? And we of want our parents in general. Yeah, and so. we and we want what he says, and you know what he preaches to be practiced by us, and yeah. you know because otherwise you totally. Like you can't really talk about character building and how important it is. And our sons are running around on the right, exactly. So, so I think that that was a priority to both of us. Um, And you know, I I I do think that that you you may not conceptualize all of that at that point in time. Like I think you just you just know like don't get in trouble, do good, and you know reap the benefits associated with that. Um, But I think over time you kind of realize, all right, well, where where did that actually derive? Yeah. And I think that that was one of the pieces. I wonder too if like the dad you saw on the field was the same as the dad at home. Like, would you say there were differences or what he? That that's a great question. He did he did a very very good job of not. I I think it's uh, it's a really stressful job. I think he yeah. did a really good job of not bringing that stress home. Yeah, and creating like a stressful environment at yeah. home at all. Um, but I do think. There's a lot of aspects that he's the same in the home as he was on the field. I mean, right. he's he is very cerebral, very detail oriented, stoic, um, well respected in the home, and certainly well respected on the field. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't want to mess with him either place. I think I talked like there was one time that I talked back to him on the field, and that was that didn't oh, end no. well. That didn't end yeah, well I for did me. Too. So <laughs> was not. like once, just once. W- once I remember <laughs> very significantly. And wait, what? Tell know, me about this. What happened? He, you know, I I had probably I'd run a route that I probably wasn't going 100 percent full speed. Also, also, I think it's important. Jet doesn't talk back. I I usually talk back, so <laughs> uh-huh. it's it's yeah, yeah. So it was a it was a ball that was overthrown, and I didn't get there, or maybe I got one hand on it, didn't get two hands on it, and I think 
you know, my dad was standing at the back of the end zone, just kind of watching the offensive side of the ball practice. Mm-hmm. And he told me to, you know, get two hands on the ball or something. It was, and I, you know, I'm trotting past him and, and I look over and I said, it was either a, you know, bad, badly thrown ball or, oh. <laughs> um, I, I, I can't remember what I said, but I was definitely, I definitely popped off and yes. was like, that wasn't my fault. That was someone else's fault, but was very pointed when I said it. And he, and I'm running by him as this happens and he grabs my face no. mask and jerks it around and then made me do push ups or something or, or had me run a lap. Yeah. I had um, to run a, I had to run a few <laughs> laps yeah. before. He wasn't, so. you wouldn't say he was like harder. Was he harder on y'all? I think he expected a lot, but I think he, yeah. he, I think he just wanted us to help set an example of, Hey, this is, this is how you practice. This is why it's important. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that he was necessarily I, harder on us specifically. Yeah. I think, I think players. for anything that we did, our parents always just wanted us to give our best effort. Yes. Um, Which you don't always do as a 16 year old no, kid. Yeah. But I, f- I feel like all, our parents also have very high expectations of us. So sometimes it felt as if our best needed to be the best. Yes. And so I, I, I don't, I, I don't know about Jeff, but like, that's how sometimes I felt. Yeah. I right. think that mimicked, that was, I think that also informed our high expectations of ourselves. Right. Of right? ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So like, we're also very self-driven, competitive individuals. Right. That's good. Okay. What's your favorite, this is favorite family memory. I always liked when we would go skiing as a family, always around the holidays for a few days. Like growing up, that was always my yeah. Family favorite. family trips were awesome, and it was largely our core, the four of us, which I think is yeah. is kind of also a constant thread. Is uh-huh. is very um, just very intentional core family time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think we, we had like small, like just small family traditions, especially around holidays. So, oh, yeah, yeah. so we used to have this fort in the backyard mm-hmm. um, that Connor and I would always, you know, put colored lights around it and decorate it. And then on Christmas Eve, we would, when we were a lot smaller, so that way all four of us could fit up in the <laughs> fort, we would, everybody would climb up there. We'd order pizza and play Christmas music and just like hang out up there and do like dinner and night back in the fort, which was really yeah. fun until we outgrew it. And then, and then yeah, didn't happen anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. All right. Any last words of wisdom or tidbits for parents? I think, yeah, I mean, I th- I would say never we never th- had a doubt that our parents were incredibly engaged with us, with mm-hmm. our friends, which I think is a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not just asking the the question of how was your day, but asking like specific questions about people that matter to us outside the home as uh-huh. well, which I thought was really neat, um, especially in a college setting. Uh, having your friends get to know your parents yeah. and seeing how they inform who you are yeah, and vice versa. I always thought that they did a really great job of that. And I thought that that, um, that's continued as, as our relationship has developed as like yeah. young adults, um, to, to blossom what is now a, you know, father and mother son relationship, but also right. like an underlying friendship, which I yes. think is really cool. 
yeah. um, to, to arrive at the point where you're actually friends with your parents and that you want to spend time with them um, is definitely something I think worth aspiring to. Yeah. And it's something that I think Connor and I have both um, are kind of arrived at, which has been really, really fun right. um, and really life-giving, I would say. When did that transition happen, do you feel like, where y'all became friends? I don't think we're f- Oh. I, well, I would say our parents. Connor I think, hasn't I think, arrived there yet. Well, well no, <laughs> I would say our parents were very intentional when we were growing up about being our parents, not being our yes. friends. Right. Yes. Right. Um, and I still think they're not afraid to parent us. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I would say that I'm not in that phase. Okay. But you might be. <laughs> no, I think the time spent with them. Over time, I think it's it's gone that way, where it's like been less. I'm seeking your advice, like as a mother or father, and seeking your advice because I respect you a ton as a person, and alongside that, you're my parent, right? Um, like, I, there comes a point where you're you're not necessarily asking permission, right? You're right. asking. I just want your wisdom on right. this, right? Mm-hmm. Which I feel like at some point that happened with my dad, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't. I want you to like this decision, but. I don't need your permission anymore to right. make this choice, you know. Yeah. Right. But I want you to respect what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think I think like mid college that I viewed it less as a, um, hey mom, dad, I'm asking for advice, but more like a hey, exactly what you were saying. Yeah. I I you're the person I am choosing. It's not because I have to talk to you about this or have to ask you this question, yes. but you're the person I'm choosing to engage with yeah. on this situation or question, um, which I think is a cool, cool place to get to. Yeah. That's cool. Anything else? Connor, do you have any? Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're never going to be upset if you show up to your kids events or games. So, and your kids are always going to remember that you did Mm -hmm. show up for them. Yeah. So I think that would be my advice. Just like be engaged and like make it happen Yeah, because your kids are always going to remember that you were there. Yeah, it's impactful. Yeah. On the Saturday morning that I recorded Michelle, Randy, Jet, and Connor, my husband Drew and my two boys were at our house mowing the yard. And as they were out there, one of our neighbors came by and they just got in a conversation with our neighbor. And they asked eventually, like, hey, where's Ivy? And Drew goes, oh, she's recording this podcast. And they said, oh, who's, who's she recording? And Drew said, I don't know if you know them. Um, it's Randy and Michelle. Randy was a coach. And he proceeded to tell this whole story about how um, he was one of Randy's players. And he remembered going over to their house every week in high school and eating dinner that Michelle had prepared. And he talked about what a role model Randy had been. And then he went to college, and when he came back and was trying to figure out his work and career, that kind of thing, he reached out to Michelle and asked her for advice and help, and she generously gave her time to help him. And so when I got back from the podcast, um, and I was telling Drew about what I learned, how, how I just love the conversation, how I saw this common thread of how Randy and Michelle gave so generously of their time, and Connor and Jet saw that as adults, and just how significant that was, Drew told me this story. And I just loved it because what it told me as a mom with young kids trying to live a life that matters and the reality is it requires me to sacrifice 
It requires hard work and time and energy and effort. And there are days where I wonder, is what I'm doing making a difference? (laughs) Is what I'm doing, does it matter? (laughs) And it was encouragement to me that maybe, maybe when my boys are adults, that someone will raise their hand and go, hey, you mattered in my life. Like the sacrifices you made mattered to me. Because that's the gift that Michelle and Randy get today. I quickly texted them. I said, thanks so much for the podcast. I want you to know that, um, that you have a former player who is extremely grateful for your generous living. I mean, what a gift. I hope you found something that you can relate to from today's conversation. And thanks for joining us. If you have any questions or just want more tips for parents, let me know at ilassiter at fbrichardson.org. I'd love to talk with you. See you next time on the Four Parents Podcast.